0: All right, welcome to the newest podcast on the Tipsy Tailgate. Um, it's called Inside the Glass with Benny and Camp. Camp, introduce yourself. Uh, let the fans know who you are. What's up? I'm Camp. I'm, uh, I'm one of Benny's teammates from Quinnipiac.
1: Uh, newest guy on the Tipsy Tailgate train. Pretty excited to start this off, get it going, talking about some hockey. Uh, Benny thinks he's the be- best hockey mind in the game. Definitely not. That's going to be me. People come to me for my takes, <laughs> not Benny. So let's just get let's start it off right there.
0: All right. I love it. Uh, Camp's a great guy. Uh, Probably the most talented member of Tipsy Tailgate Media now uh, taking my spot because I'm much more talented than Aiden. But we're just going to start off with a quick 21, the 2021, 2022 recap. Obviously, the Avs winning the cup Uh, camp. Just talk about that a little bit. Uh, How great were the Avs this year? They were a wagon from the beginning, dude. Like they were it was like I thought from
1: the beginning it was so clear it was going to be them and probably Tampa again. they were. I mean, you just, Kale McCarr just took another step from where he was last year, and he was already that good last year. Then he has Devon Taves. They get over from the Islanders, where they stole him from the Islanders. Quinnipiac boy. Uh, they and then you know Darcy Kemper comes in and he plays well. And then they just Nate Nate Dog turned it on. Nate McKinnon turned it on, and they all. It was the rest was
0: history. There's no way they weren't winning. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. The last couple of years, I'd say it's it's kind of the and, and when the Penguins won one of their cups a couple of years ago, I'd say when the abs won when tampa won and when pittsburgh won the second time i'd say it's one of the only times i can remember in hockey where i was like all right i think this team's gonna win from wire to wire throughout the whole season you don't usually don't see that in the nhl it's usually uh, a wild card uh, type team that comes in and gets hot in the playoffs but it's just it's a little wild that we've seen a few dominant teams i'd say in the last 10 years that from wire to wire just look like the favor then they get it done uh but just to get into uh I'm going to get into some of the major awards uh, from the Las Vegas NHL Awards. Heart uh, Trophy, Austin Matthews. I thought it was one of the best seasons by an American-born player ever. Obviously, Camp, do you want to uh, dive into that a little bit? I thought, I
1: thought so, too. I, I mean, I thought it – I didn't even think – I think it was what well, was Mick Jesus McDavid was up for it, too, with him and Shesterkin. Yeah. I thought it was Matthews and yeah. Shesterkin anyways. I didn't think Shesterkin was going to win it, so it had to be Matthews. I mean, he threw up 60 goals. Yeah. Like, yeah. How do you not give the
0: guy the, the heart? No, listen, it, what pretty, pretty incredible season. I'd say, I mean, he's on the trajectory, what, right now, to be the second or third best American player ever after a season like that? I'd say Kane's one. I would say Patrick Kane is number one. Yeah, I mean, if Matthews
1: throws up another three, four 60-goal seasons, though, then you're like, all right, well. well
0: then there's an argument there, but he also it's has to, to score goals.
1: harder to score goals in the NHL than I mean, this to get assists, obviously. I mean, if he puts up 60 goals five times, then you're like, yeah. all right, that's the best. No,
0: I agree 100%. And then – you, you also look at it when when Kane passed Madonna, who I originally thought was the best American player ever. I was like, well, no one's going to pass Madonna to be the second best player ever. And then you see Matthews doing what he's doing. So it's just it's kind of a testament to him and what he's done so far in his young career. Yeah, tough day for Madonna. Yeah, really tough. <laughs> <Poor guy. laughs> and then obviously the Norse got Kale McCarr. Uh, One of the best seasons by a young defense ever. It's pretty crazy how good these guys are getting in the NHL today. I'd say Kel McCarr. He reminds me of Bobby Orr. It sounds crazy to say, but he plays just like Bobby Orr. It's pretty
1: ridiculous. I mean, everybody would always say, like, obviously we didn't get to watch Bobby Orr, but everybody always just said, like, he was the fastest guy alive. Like, yeah. Kill McCarr, and if you put McDavid and McCarr to next to each other, I don't think it's going to be a huge difference. I yeah. think a lot of people would be surprised at how fast Kill McCarr is too.
0: No, uh, the one thing about it is I think I think McDavid might have a little bit quicker of a takeoff than, than McCard, but when McCarr gets going, I think he can keep up with anyone in the league. Yeah, his dude, his crossovers on the blue line, like when he walks oh, yeah. the blue line, it's like he explodes he's across the blue line in two seconds. It's wild. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. unbelievable. I, I I don't think I think the NHL is in great hands. Uh, the next decade, so. yeah, no <laughs> right, crazy. Honestly. So you you look at the top ten players in the league, and what most of them are are younger players. Like I would still consider McKinnon a younger player. I would obviously McDavid's a young player. Uh, Matthews a younger player. McCarr a very young player. And I'd say that could be in the top five right there. Those could be the, the guys I mean, in that group.
1: Who's who's? What do you think? What do you think's like your prime? Twenty seven to thirty. i would say
0: your prime is probably what 28 to 32 in that in that area right around
1: there and they're all still not i think everyone you named
0: isn't even in their isn't even
1: there yet so it's pretty
0: crazy and then what is matt matthews and mcdavid's mavitt sorry mcdavid and matthews obviously don't have a cup but you look at mccarr and mckinnon who just won a cup and i think they're gonna get three or four more with how good and how young they are uh with a, with a great leader like Landis Gog, which is what it takes to win multiple cups, a great captain like that. So uh, not to get off track here, but my favorite award each and every year, <laughs> uh, Selkie Trophy. And that's because the GOAT, Patrice Bergeron, wins it nearly every fucking year and he deserves it. Yeah. Um, he's just the man. Uh, we both love Bergie. So if you want to touch upon Bergie a little bit, happy birthday, by the way, uh, was man. yesterday, I believe, uh, Bergie day in Boston and poppy day as well. So a great day for Boston fans. So I mean, dude, touch upon Berge first, a little. Bergeron,
1: I mean, first, most handsome man possibly on the face of the earth. Let's oh yeah. Just with that and give the man oh, credit yeah. where it's due. Uh, that was, I mean, was, I think he was close to 60% on his draws this year, which I mean, isn't that crazy with Bergeron, but again, like 60% is well, think what you just said, it's right?
0: All 60% and it's not that big of a deal for the guy. No. He shows how,
1: how good he is really saying, and this, this was one of his better years defensively out of every year that he's played. And now yeah. he's close to even saying he's retiring or he's right about to be done. It's like, how can you, how can you go out on that? Uh, at some point, they got to name the, ter- the trophy after him.
0: Oh, I, I think they should. The day after he retires, they should name the trophy after him. And uh, another thing about Berge, as you just said, this was his best offensive season. It really was. I, I watch almost every single Bruins game. Uh, diehard fan. Love Berge just like you. And really, when I'm watching the game, I'm really watching him. That's really, that's all I watch for, is to watch him, because, you know, we don't know how many more seasons we have with him left, obviously, on the verge of retirement, but I watch him very closely when he plays, and I don't think I've ever seen him at this level defensively that he was at this year. Uh, but the Jack Adams show for Coach of the Year, I thought he was definitely deserving. Easily the guy, Daryl Sutter. I just love this guy.
1: Yeah, I think he's the man. I think he's so funny. His press conferences are hilarious. Uh, I, I I just think he's uh, he's good stuff. I like him a lot.
0: Yeah, what he's, do you think? he's he's the man. He's good shit. Uh, and then the Art Ross, obviously McDavid, the guy who I think is the best player in the world, the guy who I think – Everyone thinks he's the best player in the world. I think he's the best athlete in the world uh, across all sports.
1: Yeah, I mean he's just complete. I, I'm the only person that comes to like mind. I mean Tom Brady, way better than Peyton Manning, but Tom Brady <laughs> and LeBron, like those are the two guys like growing up thinking about like who's dominated completely yeah. all the time. McDavid since he has stepped on the ice has been like insanely dominant. They're, I mean yeah. his first year he was lighting it up probably going to put up close to hundred points his first year gets hurt couldn't. And every year after that, he's put up a hundred points. Like it's yeah. just not, it's not even comparable. I think he's the best player on on earth and I'd say right behind him is Kim McCart. We already talked about, but
0: yeah, yeah. I, honestly, you look at McDavid and the way he's going, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets close to 200 points one year. And and that's, I don't feel like that's blasphemy or over-exaggerating at all. I think he could hit like the 180 mark. It's It's pretty, it's pretty yeah. insane what he's able to do out there. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, and then, uh, you're, you're a goalie, so why don't you touch upon this one, the Vesna? How how'd you feel about Igor this season? Uh,
1: he was clearly the best goalie of the entire year. I mean, the Rangers, I think the Rangers were like a big surprise this year. Definitely surprised me anyways. Um, and a lot of that comes from and just standing on his head. Every single game, he was making five saves that you're like, what the fuck? Like, how is this yeah. guy making that save? Yeah. He was super consistent, never really had a bad game. Uh, they could always count on him. The people in New York love him they lost Lundquist and he steps right in and takes the spot like oh. that guy's built for big games. And he's, he's still pretty young. He lit up the KHL before coming here. He's known how to, he knows how to win games. He knows how to play under pressure. They're in very, very good hands. And he was so do, uh, deserving and dominant this year.
0: Yeah. And just to touch upon what you said a little bit, it's hard to fill legend shoes and he filled Lundquist shoes. Um, honestly, he's, gotta be right there if he keeps it up the next couple of years he's got to be right there with Lundquist so uh Igor obviously a phenomenal season and then Joe Sackick GM of the year um he's been deserving of this since really he took over uh yeah. outside of the years where they were tanking a little bit but you know that was with a purpose obviously for where they are now but yeah Joe Sackick just to me he's the best GM in the league and, and it showed winning the cup obviously yeah I think uh I
1: think I, back a couple of years ago, uh, they are saying they might need to trade Landis Gog. That was one actually one thing that I'd seen earlier this season was uh, they were talking about the Bruins trading Landis Gog for Brandon Carlo in like a pick a couple of years ago. Like yeah. Think about how different their their careers would be right now and that yep. Avalanche would have been with Brandon Carlo and said like that is just a wild thing. Joe that said- would have
0: been absolute fleecing. Oh, absolute yeah.
1: Fleecing. And Joe Sackick, like, didn't crumble under the pressure. He just said, like, I'm sticking with what I'm going to do. He knew he was going to get there. He believed in the guys. That's that's a lot of confidence to have in your team. And I think he made, obviously, a really good decision was deserving of that award,
0: too. 100%. Uh, so, Camp, your biggest surprise, good and bad, from this past season, the 2021-2022 NHL season? Uh, I already said my
1: good this year. I think the Rangers are the biggest surprise for me. I thought – I expect the Rangers – I've said it for a while. uh, I thought that the Rangers are going to get better. I think they're going to be a contender in the next couple years again. They have Shesterkin. They have a lot of young guns that they're getting. They got uh, Zibanejad and then Paner and, like, Crider's throwing up 50 goals. Like, they're they're a really good team. Um, I was just surprised how fast that they got there. I didn't Mm -hmm. think it was going to happen this year. I really didn't think they were going to go that far. Um, the kid line was unbelievable. Those kids, there was a, a shift they had in the playoffs where so they were in the zone for two minutes and scored a goal in yeah. the Garden. Wild, shesterkin again, Vesna, and just so much faster than I really thought they were going to be. There. That's my three main. What, what's your yeah, big? That's
0: story? a that's a good one. I, I I can't knock it at all. But a, a team that pops out to me, I thought they would be good, but they were phenomenal to me. The Minnesota Wild, they they were great oh. this season. I, yeah. I did not expect them to be as good as they were. Obviously, they have young talent. Uh, to me, they have the best third line in hockey uh, with Erickson Eck and Greenway and Marcus Foligno. I, I just think that's a perfect line, the way they fit together and the way they just go out there and bang bodies, play defense, and they can score a couple goals. So, yeah, I have to go with the Minnesota Wild. It was, I mean, going into last offseason, they looked a bit a bit in panic mode. What, they had to buy out Parise and they also had to buy out Suter. Was that two years ago or a year ago? Either way, that that's a, that's a pretty quick rebuild on the fly to have a team like that uh, after two big buyouts like that. It doesn't hurt when you get a guy like Kaprizov coming over. From Absolutely. hundred I
1: mean, that guy's a s- severe superstar. It's, it's unbelievable. He's like uh, Huberdo down in Florida, who now is in Calgary. But he yep. didn't get enough like spotlight how yep. good Kaprizov was. He's
0: wild to watch. He, you know, he reminds me. It's weird. He's like, in a weird way, and I'm not just saying this He's because he's Russian. It's weird. He's a mix of, like, Kovalchuk, Ovi, and Dotsuk. Like, he has the size of Dotsuk. Uh, like the the hands of Datsuk, uh, kind of the mindset of a Kovalchuk, and then he has a bomb of a shot that he can just score yeah. from anywhere like Ovi. So he's one of my favorite players right now. Uh, Camp, who would you say was your biggest surprise in a bad way this season? I
1: I think we might have the same one. I'd be surprised you didn't have it too. Vegas for me was yeah, the 100%, biggest surprise. Like, I mean, 100%. they get they first they have F- Flurry wins the Vesna last year. He has. A pretty reasonable contract for winning the Vesna yeah. Trophy as the best goal in the in the league. They trade him to to Chicago for fucking pucks, like legit nothing. Yeah. Yeah. They then they put all their marbles in the basket of Leonard, and he shits his pants a little bit and goes yeah. a little hay, haywire uh, off the ice. You know, yeah. then they go halfway through the year and they win the Eichel sweepstakes. They bring him in, and he did well with a hurt hand. He still had a hurt hand, but I think obviously, you know, he can do better. Mm -hmm. And then they miss the playoffs. Like, how do you miss the playoffs with that lineup? You have a bunch of superstars that literally everybody's like, this is the team to beat. They were better, probably on paper, I would say better than Colorado and they just shit their pants like absolutely shit their pants
0: yeah listen I I thought they were going to win the cup this year especially after they got Eichel I was like damn like this is the team to beat in the NHL now and then they just fell apart as you said and some of it had to do with health obviously Stone was out for a little bit but still they had this coming for a long time they've been treating a lot of their players especially Fleury like shit they don't treat them well they they're not very loyal to them they just kick into the curb whenever they're done with them um it just i i hate i hate vegas from the moment they stepped into the league i hated vegas how many hate how coaches have they had and they've been in the league for
1: four years i think four three or four three they've three had three, three or four what are you doing with what you ah, that's just that's brutal that's fucking embarrassing right. they, they, when's they the last
0: like, time cool. sorry to cut you off when's the last time a team went to the cup and three years later they've had three different coaches
1: uh, honestly i honest i i don't
0: it know doesn't <laughs> happen. No, it, it doesn't does happen oh it doesn't happen it happened
1: dude i it's embarrassing to the league. It's a little bit embarrassing to the league, first off, that they made it that far their first season. I think the league, like when Seattle came in, they updated the way that the the players were picked, the expansion mm-hmm. draft, because of how good Vegas was. Yeah. I think it was a little bit of a fluke, but also just, you know, Vegas did a good job of that. Yeah. And that was embarrassing for the league, I think, because it made other teams that have been in the league and not done anything for a long time look bad. Yeah. And now they're looking bad at the exact opposite way for the, for the mm-hmm. league because now they've fallen apart completely. And they had a huge fan base. And I don't know how that's going to survive if they continue to make their players like their beloved players, like Flurry, look like a trash bucket.
0: Well, so- listen, I, I agree with you, but I've never thought that they had like a real fan base. I feel like they just had people who got hammered and just went to the game. Like they, they didn't really have like a secure fan base. Obviously they were going uh, when they went to the cup the first year, but who wouldn't go to that? If, if you right. just have a random sports team in one of the four major sports league, and they make a championship run right away, who doesn't buy a ticket and who doesn't, like, sell it to the crowd like that? So, you how, know, how
1: long do they last the fan base, do you think? If they if they continue to do that and, like, upset – I mean, now I, I don't think they're going to upset like that again, but yeah. if they to keep to keep making these mistakes and turnover,
0: shit like that, how long do you think the fans stay? I, I think these next two seasons, they have to make a deep run. Yeah. They, they could miss it this season and then fix it with a deep cup run in two years, but within these next two years, they have to make a deep, legit run. 100%. 100% agree. But just to add a little bit of a flavor to this, because, you know, we both had Vegas just to add another team. I thought the Islanders were abysmal this season. Oh, yeah. Abysmal. And we're going to touch upon this a little bit later. But why are you firing Barry Trotz?
1: Pfft, wild. I couldn't even believe I can't believe that. I mean, they started the season. They had – well, first off, let's just look at the management to start the season because they fucked up by going to the Barclays Center, made it so that people didn't want to play there anymore. Yeah. I know for a fact that people did not want to play for that team because of how bad travel was on Long Island trying to get to the Barclays Center. People didn't want to go to games there. They weren't
0: even living in their own homes. They nope. were sleeping
1: in hotels. It was terrible to play in the arena. There were seats where you couldn't see. There was gla- There was a car on the glass. It was an absolute fucking joke. So yeah. then they now have to you know, put the tail, uh, tuck their tail between their legs yeah. and build a new rink. Now they have a brand new rink, but they couldn't even get it ready for their season. So now they're starting the, the, the season 17 games on the road like that's that's I'm sorry to say it to bad. anybody that's from Long Island that might listen, but that's Long Island trash right there in a fucking <laughs> perfect picture. That is long island trash.
0: That's some Sal Gilberto trash right there.
1: That is trash. That is bad. That is, that trash. is bad.
0: No, they 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 knocked out the Bruins a couple years ago. They made a deep run to the East Final two years ago. Yeah. I used to respect them. That's a this was a dumpster fire of a season. That that was bad. That was really bad. Like no could really bad. I hope they can figure really embarrass. And firing trots is embarrassing, really I embarrassing. Wish, I wish the Bruins picked them up. That was a huge mistake. They got rid
1: of they got rid of Devon Taves, and then they got rid of Barry Trotz. Those are two huge. I mistakes. think the, he so, might
0: be the best coach in the NHL. Right he really there, could be. Yeah. He's right there. He's one, two, or three. He's oh, got to be in the okay. top three. The, the guy won a cup with Alex Ovechkin as his captain. I love Ovi. Ovi's a top ten player of all time. He is not a leader. Oh, not is- a leader.
1: Yeah. I I think yeah, I, I agree with that. I think I think it's Rod the Bod, Barry Trotz, those are the and uh, and Cooper down in Tampa. Those are the top three
0: right there. I would I, I gotta got to to give Mike Sullivan some love too. I know he has Sid and true. Gino, but I, I love that guy. He's he's yeah. a great coach. Old Bruins coach too. Good guy. He was great with the Bruins. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cam. Off season team grades. Uh well, let's start with uh let's let's alternate. We'll go uh one our best and then one our worst so we have three for each but we'll go one is our best and then one is our worst all right I uh, my best
1: off, the team that did the best in the off season yes uh I honestly I think the I think the Hurricanes yeah I think the Hurricanes did the we have best the same one leave the same number one I, I think they did the best uh they they uh let me grab my let me grab my phone I had a picture of their lineup that was wild they they get rid of Tody D'Angelo which, I mean, he played well in the playoffs and he was an animal. But he didn't really do much on the power play when they needed him. He's yep. kind of a problem off the ice. Even almost he
0: blew it like, against the Bruins. He did almost
1: blow that series against he, the Beats. He did almost blow the series for them. Um, that,
0: is, that is not a good look for them. To your but, point, they lose D'Angelo, but you replace him with Brent Burns. Brent Burns Brent, right? In my opinion, just as much. And he's a great locker room guy. Then you take
1: you, – you they get Max Pacioretty for nothing. So listen yep. to their four lines. Ready? Max Pacioretty, Sebastian Ajo, Seth Jarvis, oh Svechnikov, Kokaniemi, Taravainen, Jesper Fast, Jordan Stahl, Andre Kasha, which Andre Kasha's done. He's trash. But Jordan yep. Martinuk, Jack Drury, Martinatius. Then on D, Slavin Burns, Shea Pesci, Bear McGall, and whoever the fuck that is. And then – Think about what they were in the playoffs last year. They were an absolute beast to play. And then they still didn't have Freddie Anderson in that. I mean, that's, that's a good team. And they did a lot of big moves in
0: the offseason for not much money. Listen, you, you see in the NFL all the time. Um, you you're like, this team's a quarterback away. Yeah. Last year, the Hurricanes in the playoffs were a goalie away. And now they have that goalie and it's up to Freddie Anderson, not to shit himself. Like he did in Toronto. <laughs> so we'll see if that's a Leafs thing or a Freddie Anderson thing, but, it's trending towards a Leafs thing, but it could be both. It yeah. could be both. Yeah. Who do you got as your worst? So for my worst, I went with the Vegas Golden Knights. I, I just – I don't respect them at all. Why are you giving <laughs> up Pacioretty? Like, yeah. you find a way to make that work. Yeah. That's when you a- bring in a center like Eichel and you have a wing – wings like Reddy and Stone, that could be the best line in hockey. You don't sacrifice that for a guy like Riley Smith. Like that, That's why they did it, to keep Riley Smith. Like, are you kidding me of all guys to be loyal to in Vegas? You pick Riley Smith. Yeah,
1: that's like that makes
0: no sense to me. That's a
1: tough move. Um, I had this is a weird one, but I had the Oilers a little bit. And my thought process on the matter is they their biggest issue last year. I think when you just said the quarterback, you're one quarterback away. I think they were a goalie way. Yeah, I think they're a goalie way. And then I'm starting to think, and you look at the other teams, and the you look at the other teams in the in the Western Conference specifically. Then you have the Avs, and you might not like Vegas, but Vegas has a bunch of superstars, yep. and the Blues play really hard playoff hockey. The Oilers, they upgraded their goalie for Jack Campbell, who hasn't like done so much to like prove himself for that kind of deal. And then what else did they do? I mean, they got they got uh, Evander Kane back, but not much more. They lost Duncan Keith. Like, where did they go from where they were last year, besides yeah. getting their goalie from an F who was the worst goalie in the league to a,
0: a C? Like, uh, yeah. And you know, that what they did, the move that they made, it made them from getting swept in the conference final to now you can push it to six in the yeah. conference final. It, it's really, which I mean, you did improve your roster in a way. Like, technically, you did, but are you yeah. going to advance around? I don't think so. I don't see them advancing to the cup final off that. No, and, it, and I, think it's
1: a, I think it's just a bad – it's tough for the league when you have Seidel and Connor McDavid, the best two of the best players on earth, that can't get to the, 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 the finals or even put up a great fight in the, yeah. in the conference finals. I just think that's bad for the league, and I also think that's just like a huge mistake for the Oilers. They need to make some moves, and they need to make them fast before McDavid's time on this contract and Dreisaitl is up and they don't have any more time and they want to go somewhere else to win.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree with that. Uh, a team that I wanted to give a little bit of credit was uh, Washington. Here, I actually wanted to give them a little bit of credit. I'm not usually the kind of person to do this, but you lose Ilya Samsonov, who, in my opinion, is one of the three worst players of the NHL. I think that guy blows. Like, I think he is so bad, like yep. so bad. And I understand Darcy Kemper; he's not, it's not Jesus, but no. He's not a he's not a bad goalie. He just won the cup. He, hey, a, he upgraded. They upgraded. Definitely I, I think that If I you look good. at it, I think that they we just said this with the Oilers, they don't advance around. No. I think Washington advances around based off the moves that they've made. They add a lot of good depth. They add a new goalie. Uh, and then you know, Obi's probably what, his last two years of his prime. He's gonna have a fifty goal season because he's chasing the goal record and he's gonna do whatever it takes to get it. So okay. I, right. I, I I gotta give Washington some credit. They impressed me.
1: Yeah, I'm going to give uh I'll give my last shout out to uh to the Sens. I think the Sens did a really yeah. good job this year. Uh, 2 years ago, 3 years ago, they were an absolute dumpster fire. Yep. Now they bring in Giroux and then uh, they brought in uh who, who they brought and the Brink trade was yep. another one. Another but one. I want and, and I, have... Oh, I have to add this. They got rid of the fucking worst goalie, the biggest fraud <laughs> in NHL history, Matt oh, Murray. Bro. Getting rid of him is the biggest Accomplishment that the Ottawa Senators franchises ever made in their entire lives. That guy is a fraud. He's terrible. Terrible. Yeah,
0: I don't I don't think has there ever been a player in sports? Maybe outside of Trent Dilfer. I don't know if you know who Trent Dilfer is, but he was the worst quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl. I've never seen a player like Matt Murray impacted more by great players around him. That guy got carried. Oh, Absolutely they put, carried. They could have put a
1: trash bin with a pair of pads on it into the net for that those Penguins teams and still won the
0: cup. And he think was, about the sad part: they had Mark Andre Fleury riding pine. That's embarrassing. Did. And then he wins the Vezina like two years later. They threw him away. They just threw yeah. him away for a bag of pads. That's where the uh, Mark Andre Fleury disrespect train started, and then Vegas finished it. So, wow, uh, that drives me nuts, guys guy's one of the three best goalies I've ever seen in my life I, I love Marc-Andre Fleury oh, me too one of the most clutch athletes I've ever seen I've yes. ever seen and you you don't start him over Matt Murray I've never understood that he I've never the understood the
1: save that. that he made against the Detroit Red, Wing, Red Wings with like four seconds left oh and my god up. with the shoulder I, I, just jump oh, over the shoulder that is that is goalie porn right there that is yeah. a great fucking save I, I can't believe it and he is yeah he's clutch He had a a tough go when he was in Pittsburgh, and then them throwing him away, then Vegas throwing him away,
0: then Chicago. I've been actually a good team. I've never seen a more disrespected player in the history of sports for how great they are and how they've been treated in return. It's unbelievable. And then I I wanted to shit on Chicago a little bit. Um, They're just a joke. And it's not even that you're rebuilding. I understand rebuilding. It happens in sports, especially in a sport where you have a hard cap. I get it. The Bruins went through it, what, five years ago? They rebuilt yep. on the fly. Uh, they fine-tuned some pieces. Chicago's not even doing that. No. No identity. Nothing. Zero identity. The one established NHL player that they have on their roster that they won't be moving, because I think they're going to move both Kane and Taze. I think they're both out of the door. Seth Jones. Yeah. He's not even that good anymore. Like, he was good four years ago. He was a really good player on Columbus. And when, we, when the Bruins played him in the playoffs, when they went to the Cup in 2019, I was like, damn wierenski and jones that's an elite d pair yeah absolutely elite d pair um and then they get rid of them and they mm-hmm. sign
1: so the thing with the with that the, that kind of bugs me is what is chicago doing like make up your mind here what are you doing yeah. why would you, they just signed him last year didn't they they eat like nine million dollars a yeah. year and, yeah, then and then you sell off your whole team the next season why even bring the guy in and why even do that you could have just not taking that huge salary on had a huge yeah. gap. Signed somebody huge this year. Waited for the the, the season this year, and then you maybe we're going to talk about it anyways. But maybe you could have had a chance at Johnny Gaudreau. Yeah. You could have had a chance at Johnny Gaudreau if you just not signed somebody to a huge massive contract, blown your load way too early, lost, and now have to rebuild. It was just a terrible decision, and I don't know what the hell they're doing in Chicago, especially off the ice too with all the shit they've been going through. I, I just don't know what's going on over there. What yeah.
0: I agree. I just Chicago, like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> oh, it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. All right, we're gonna we're gonna speed through uh, a couple of these hires. Camp, just give your grade, and then I'll give mine after. All Bruce right. Cassidy to the to the Vegas Golden Knights. An A. I gave an A. Gave it a C plus. I think he's a douche. Yeah, All I right, think he's a douche. two <laughs> two Boston hiring Jim Montgomery.
1: I'm going to give it a B because I think he's actually a good guy for the younger players. But I think that Bruce Cassidy's probably a better coach, like X's and O's Y. So it's I agree 100%, be a
0: hundred percent. I went B plus because I think he's more of a player's coach. And yeah. I think that he already has a respect of Berge. Who's going to come back. We all, we all know he's going to come back. We know it. I'm going <laughs> <wood. I'm> <laughs> to knock him some wood, but we know he's coming back. And then I think we're going to find a way to get crutch as Well, obviously there's some moving pieces. The reason I think that we haven't gotten that done yet is because we have so many moving pieces that haven't hasn't been finalized yet so we have their like contracts penciled in right now and we yep. have to wait for those assets to be moved and then as soon as they're moved we're going to sign them to those contracts but regardless how do you feel about john tortorella to the philadelphia flyers All right, this one we might
1: have to talk about because i think my grade's gonna you go first with your grade then i'll go with my grade with this one
0: okay so I, i'm very biased because i love torts <laughs> me I love, too and this was more about him being back in the league than the fit itself. So I went A+. Plus, so. Okay. All
1: right. So not biased at all. No. Uh, I went the exact opposite way. And I, I, went, I went with a D. I think that is... That, but I also love John Tortorella. I love Tortorella. He's the yeah. sound—he's a walking sound. I, I just
0: love that he's back in the league. <laughs> we were missing some magic. The last if if we're
1: going off of content, that's going to make me laugh. We'll go with oh, an A yeah. plus A oh, plus. Yeah. plus. <laughs> that is going to be an absolute joke with Kev- with uh, Kevin Hayes <laughs> and then Tony D'Angelo. But if you actually. <laughs> It's going to be a disaster, dude.
0: Oh
1: my God. You want them to play hard and it's going to be Kevin Hayes joking in the locker room and Tony D'Angelo causing issues. There is no way that this ends good. And then Carter Hart, he's going to have Carter Hart in net, and Carter Hart seems to be a little bit of a basket case. (laughs) <laughs> a little bit it's gonna be in it dude this is bad fucking news this is gonna blood. be
0: bad this is gonna, gonna be really so bad, bad but i'm here for it i think it's, it's a bad car be a great crash great you can't take your
1: eyes it's a bad car crash you can't take your eyes off
0: it's, <laughs> it's gonna be unreal all right camp how do we feel about our way too early cup final predictions
1: all right i got uh we've already talked about the, both teams i originally for the west i'm gonna say west first originally for the west i did have vegas written down for a second and i was thinking yes they they shit their their pants last year, but they do have Eichel. And hopefully Leonard can bounce back because you can see that the guy does have the skill to do it. And then they have a new coach, which Bruce does do a good job when he first gets there. It seems like he just overstays his welcome a little bit. Yeah. He did a good job when he was there, and he does just know Just wear him. you
0: down. Just wear oh.
1: down the players. Where's him right. down. Right. He can't stay for very long. Yeah. So I think that they were going to be good this year. And then I completely changed my pick back. I went back to the Avs. And the reason was they they upgraded in that they got Georgiev. I think Georgiev's better than Darcy Kemper is. I don't think Darcy Kemper's actually very good. I think he was a Matt Murray a little bit. He's much better than Matt Murray, but a little bit where he had that crazy team in front of him. I think they get Georgiev. They still have Kale McCarr, who's gotten better every year. They have Devon Taves, who, who's gotten better every year. And then they have the best GM in the league, and they have a very good coach, and they have – a ton of skill up front, so that's why I'm going with the Western Conference. Is the Abs again? I think they're just going to come back.
0: Yeah, I I, I can't knock it. Uh, I want the same thing. So obviously I can't knock it. Uh, <laughs>
1: they're
0: just a wagon. They're Shit. unreal. They're fucking they're unreal. They're nasty. They're so good. And then out of the East, I know this team has struggled a little bit in the playoffs. And in a weird way, the way the team has been built, uh how 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 close the coach is with his players, how much he fits in. Uh, with the fabric of the team. It reminds me of the way that the Bruins used to be built. Uh, when Berge was young, they had Looch. Uh, Kretch was young, they had Z. And then Claude just fit the fabric of the Bruins. Yeah. And I think Rod the Bod does the same thing for the Carolina Hurricanes. So I have the Hurricanes going to the to the cup final next year.
1: Fucking A, dude. You are right on with me again. Yeah, I had the same thing. I had they uh, the lineup that I read earlier is just disgusting. Up and yeah. down, they have guys that can grind. So can score power play they're going to have penalty kill and then on defense they have big bodies that aren't they don't get like the Bruins they have an issue with like Grizzly smaller defensemen they yep. don't have any of that they have a bunch yep. and they just got bigger with Brent Burns they're going to be that much better they have the goaltending that they didn't get to use last year and they made it so far with that they, mm-hmm. I think they're the team to beat I think they're building something special in, in Carolina I
0: agree and look at the hardships they've gone through already they 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 got their asses kicked in 2019 in the east final um they 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 beat Washington, I believe, that that year in the, in the first yep. round. They beat Washington yep. uh, in, in seven games. So they, they, they've been through a lot, obviously, already. Uh, I think it's a, a growing process in the NHL more than maybe any other league in the playoffs because yeah. the playoffs itself is a grind. And then you have other teams to play. So you're playing two opponents, really. Uh, so yeah, I went with Carolina. Um, and then let's speed through these next two topics real quick. Wait, wait, wait.
1: Who you got winning the cup?
0: Oh, I got Carolina. Yeah. Too. Colorado
1: in the cup. I think so That's too. Colorado I think, winning. I think the stamina, I think that like the long playoffs of this past year is actually going to make a difference on the hurricanes. I mean, on the, uh, the abs, like not like you saw from the lightning, I guess they did really well, but I yeah. still, I just think the hurricanes dude are just too dangerous this year. I think they're going to be fucking disgusting.
0: Yeah. They're good. They're going to be unreal. Um, And then camp let's speed through these two topics right here. Johnny Goudreau. Why do you think he picked Columbus? I, I, Cause I can't ca- comprehend it. Um,
1: I think he wanted to be closer to home. I think the Flyers said that they wouldn't take him; they they weren't going to move shit for him. Uh, I don't think he wanted to go to Jersey very much. I mean, who wants to play in fucking Jersey? Uh, and I don't think anybody else could have taken him around the area. They had a lot of cap room. He gets to play with Patrick Liney. Patrick Liney wants to turn it on, and he gets to be a safe distance away from home, where he doesn't have to be, you know, seen all the time and be big in the media. Because I think that was a problem for him in Calgary is he couldn't have his own life without people stopping him on the streets. And yeah. you're not going to get that in
0: Columbus being a hockey It player. is the exact – up when you put it like that, they are polar opposites. 100%. That's what I think. I think it's crazy, but – I agree. As a pure hockey fit, it just doesn't make sense to me. But yeah. Pat Kane, where do you think he's going? Uh, I think
1: I got the Rangers. I think the Rangers would be the best fit for him. I know the Rangers have about $4.5 in cap space. He's a big contract. So I think the Rangers are going to – I mean, I would think that the Blackhawks would have to uh, – retain some of your salary yeah I believe they already
0: said that they would I believe they said that they would
1: and I think are he's been done so much for that organization uh they love him there obviously they want to see him go but they want to respect his wishes and I think he wants to go to the Rangers and I think that's where he's going to end up being I would say a couple firsts and and Lafreniere and then they take some of his salary cap back and I think they can make that fit in, in New York
0: listen it's not a bad pick at all um it's the team that I probably would have gone with had you not but for sake of variety here yeah he's going home you think it's going to the buffalo sabers no i think they're no. building they're building a real real culture there for the first time in a long time uh, and i think they'll give up whatever it takes really i think they'll give up five first round picks and whatever prospect they want i really do and i think and they can take on the whole contract they can take on the whole contract cuz they're not paying anybody so i I see the culture there. I think Tuck and Kane and Olsen and, and Dali would be great captains for them. Uh, great players to build around. Obviously the greatest American ever is a, not a bad guy to build around. Oh. So, so yeah, I it might not be the most realistic one, uh, but I got Pat Kane going home and uh, sadly that will do it for our first episode here on inside. Whoa, 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 the whoa. We, got, we got one more thing,
1: Benny, who do you got as your biggest surprise and, and good and bad for next season?
0: Wow. Okay. So for my biggest surprise in a good way, I have the Detroit Red Wings. I think that they're building quite a, a good culture there with Eisman, one of the best GMs in sports, obviously. Uh, Bill Tampa. That Tampa team is his team. That is his team. He built it from the ground up. Um, so I, I got Eisenman, uh in the Red Wings as the biggest surprise next year. Who do you got? I have the same thing. I again another. Uh, I'm a
1: lineup like geek. I look at they got they brought in uh, Billy Huso from St. Louis, who I think is. Better than Bennington, uh, I think that they're just loyal to Bennington now because he won them a cup, which was a sham. But uh, and they have Alex and Delkovich; so they have two really good goaltenders that are. are That's that the only
0: have, final had, was I fucking had, rigged.
1: The final was rigged, and that, then you have you look at their you look at their their four their four lines: Lucas Raymond, Larkin, Bertuzzi, Vrana. I
0: love that line. Oh, sorry to cut you off. I love that line. I the love first line, it. yeah, absolutely
1: love yeah. it. And then you look at their second line. You have you have Cop perron and verona who's another
0: great line that's a tough yep. that's gonna to be a tough line to play against i it's love cop cop yeah i, I, I think perron's a piece of shit but i respect him as a player yeah uh, because he plays so hard but he's just he's a dick but yep. andrew cop i thought was one of the best offseason moves uh all
1: summer i yeah, thought it was I, phenomenal. and then they have cider coming off the uh what did he win? the uh he just won the rookie of the year yep, yeah yep the calder um and then you have ben Sherat. And then, again, the goalies, I think they made a lot of really good moves in the offseason. I think he's rebuilding much faster than anybody thought they were. I actually had a conversation with, uh, with a friend of mine that's a a Red Wings fan just the other day, and he said, give them in the next five years they're
0: winning a cup. And I couldn't even be like – You can't blame them no, for that. And, and especially no. for the fact that they have a lot of cap space, too. They're making these really good moves, and they still have a lot of room, a lot of wiggle room left. So imagine they're, in the next couple of years, they're on a deep – Uh, a good run in the regular season looking like a for sure uh playoff team and then you had two big pieces at the deadline like that's a stanley cup team two big pieces
1: Uh, more and you're they're there they are like they are going to be a very good team and and he's doing it again stevie y is fucking doing it again and he's just a dealer he's a wheeler and dealer he's on oh yeah He's the new, he's the new um, Lou Lamorello, I think. Oh yeah, he's the new yeah, Lam- just- new Lou, ah, new Lou Lamorello. He's there
0: just, it and it's, I don't know, it's just something about maybe players should just be GMs because you got Sackett in Colorado just killing it. Uh, Cam Neely used to be really good. Well, Don Queenie's <laughs> the GM, and that guy's a brick anyway. So maybe they
1: shouldn't <laughs> actually have players be a. Don't brick. I'm going to talk about this
0: it blows,
1: but no good players should be GMs. <laughs> when we're looking, when we're looking on the bad side, bringing up the Bruins, the bad, the one bad surprise team. I have two teams that are in my head. I have the Pittsburgh Penguins who I think they're getting older. I think yeah. they brought Latang back and Malcolm back because Crosby wanted it, not because it was the best decision for their team. And I think that's where teams sometimes get into issues. I think that's, they've been such a good team with their cap, yeah. their pickups and stuff. That's why they, been able to win so many cups. I think that was a bad decision. I don't think that's going to pay off. The Latang
0: deal was too long. Uh, I I can, I agree with you that maybe it wasn't the best thing for the team, but I can appreciate the fact that you've won these cups with these guys. They're all going to have their numbers retired and Sid wanted to retire with Gino. I think they deserve to to retire together. Yeah, that's fair. I, I
1: think that my other bad team though, I don't want to say it, Benny. I really don't want to say it. Maybe we should just cut the Zoom. So you, so you don't have to. I think I think the Boston Bruins are going to have some trouble this year. I really do think they're going to have some trouble, and and I'll tell you why. They don't have they don't have McAvoy, Marshawn, Grizzly to start the year. That's for sure. Can I retort? No, not until I'm done. Can I and and. And then you don't know if Berge coming back. He is. Which you think he is, but you don't know yet. And you don't know about Krejci. Right now, this Bruins team right now with nothing left, nothing else. No Bergeron, no Krejci. Well, right now as they're constructed,
0: they're not even a surprise. They're just
1: bad. What they have right now constructed, they are going to be bad. They're going to be bad. <laughs> they're going to be bad. If they don't if they don't pick something else, what, who are you going to put in the middle? Who are you going to no. put in the middle? you Are going to
0: put Fours back at Carlson? No, but I, I'm not. No. What are you going to do? No, they're not going to – but they're not going to have this lineup when the season starts. This is how it's going to go. They're going to bring Berge and Krejci back. They're going to be on low-level contracts, heavily incentive-based. So when they each get their, what, 60-plus points, then they make their money, and it won't be that damaging to the cap. Now, I understand what you're saying about Marshawn and McAvoy and uh who else was it? Was it Gresley? Did you say Gresley – I hope he's hurt the whole year. I, I hope he's out the entire <laughs> so,
1: year. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> so, I understand your concern about McAvoy and Marshy being hurt. Mm-hmm. However, however, the Bruins notoriously start slow when they're 100% healthy. True or false? True. They're they a tough team to start. They they don't start well the first month and a half of the season, I would say. When when they won the Cup in 2011, they started 2012, what, 10 games under 500? They were horrible. They were yeah, absolutely abysmal. Horrible. They they had to they had to scrap back the rest of the season to to get back into the playoffs. So they're 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 gonna start slow regardless. You might as well get them back later in the season because they always get hurt in the fucking playoffs. So you yes. might as well be healthy and only play sixty games in the regular season and not be hurt in the second round like you are every single season. And you made the suitable adjustments to replace a guy like McAvoy for the first month of the season. You have Hampus Lindholm, who I think. Can be a number one defenseman, but he becomes an elite defenseman when he's the number two option, which is what he is when McAvoy's in the lineup.
1: But Benny, you have to think about it. We talked about it already. Which team in front of the Bruins that was higher in the rankings than them got worse? Which team got worse than? Them? I nobody. Florida. Nobody, nobody got worse than them. And and what teams below them got better than them? A lot. The Red Wings got better. No, Just I agree. Predators got better like i mean the the the, the canadians are going to be bad but they're probably going to be suck. better than they were last year they suck they yeah. suck but they're going to be better Florida's still really good tampa still really good toronto's really good the hurricanes are really good the rangers are really good the penguins are still going to be around i don't think they're going to be as you good You just said I'd they have...
0: were going to suck don't don't put them in this conversation you just said they were going i'm
1: having, i'm saying and i think the bruins are probably going to suck too if they don't do anything yeah. else so no, all for... these there's five okay. teams right there that you don't then the, the islanders are going to be better than they were last year that was a fluke like you you think about it, how many teams are worse than they were last year? They are
0: but. gonna be terrible to start the year. Now you're panicking. I'm not panicking. panicking. I'm being I'm being you're real panicking. Slow. You're being very panicky. You're and you're a mush, so this is a good thing. We're gonna, I win. Am <laughs> a, yeah. we're gonna win the cup now, based a on all this. Yeah. <laughs> so you have Pavel Zaku they just brought in. Obviously, he's in contract talks. Uh no. that's not a good thing because they're already in contract talks with Bergie and Kretch, but if you're gonna lose one of them. You might as well lose Zucker. Like, fuck you, Zucker. I don't care. No. See what they're doing with that is that just gives them
1: more. I think that's actually a good decision because they're, he's going to come in with a decent deal. Anyways, it was going to be around that amount. I think this just holds him off so they don't have to make that deal yet because they want to see how much, like what they're going to have to move and everything else together. Like, I don't think this is a bad thing that he went to arbitration. I don't think he's doing it like in a bad way because he's been in Boston for the summer's. He wanted to come to Boston. He was excited for it. So I don't think that the, the him going to arbitration is actually a bad thing for the team towards the salary cap. I think it's more of Bergeron and Crecci want to come back. I think that's what's like what's holding them so back. Now you're
0: making me feel better. I, I already felt fine going into this, and now I feel better. So you just took your argument and just wiped your ass with it. So once, what were they missing last year? What were they missing last year? One man. They were missing one man. One man. They were not missing one man. They were missing one man. They were they were missing missing one man. man. No, missing they one. Were, man. They need better D, and they got it. They got it with Hampus Lindholm, but they still they had him last play. year for the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. And they, they didn't do anything. Their defense wasn't the issue. Their defense wasn't the issue. Their issue was Eric Halla being the second line center. That is an awful second line center. You cannot win in the NHL unless you have what I would consider an elite center core, which the Bruins have when they have Bergeron, Krejci, and Coyle. That's an elite core of center. You would rather – you'd rather – you want one more – this is your last push then. You want one
1: more year with it. Like, that's yeah. it. You know oh, yeah. this is it. This is oh, their, yeah. last, this is their yeah. last run. We one more kick at the game. Last,
0: year. last like year. all we need. If they get it done, it's the greatest run in Boston sports history. If they get it done. The New England Patriots. <laughs> no, <it's true. laughs> six, no six I'm talking about a singular season with the oh, expectations on them. Yes. A single Great. season. You, you have one kick at the can. Everyone knows it's their last chance. It's their last dance. It's literally is their, their last, last dance. Is it, and if they is it. get it done, That that, that is – hey, well, what, you what didn't a perfect even, you
1: ending. You didn't, you didn't pick them to win it, though, Benny. So what's that tell you? What about – what are your well, I was going and you're picking with, with your heart, heart not your mind. Right
0: now. I'm not going to pick a team that doesn't have Patrice Bergeron you're on it picking, right now.
1: You're picking with your heart not your mind right now buddy that's okay but that's why us guys that are really good at hockey (laughs) mind like really good hockey (laughs) mind that's why we're the best and you are just a an average fan
0: hey i'm just happy we're gonna be doing this the whole next season
1: when they're the fucking
0: first seed in the league
1: oh yeah people are gonna be in for some wild stories and a lot of arguing it's gonna be it's gonna get wild on tipsy Tail (laughs) uh, uh, new
0: podcast so all right. right thank you for tuning in um we're, we're, we're loving this already. At least I am Uh great energy in the first episode um, camp. If you want to say something. To yeah. Uh,
1: I'm excited for this. I hope uh, people will actually listen. Um, we're going to, we're going to start some, uh, some doing some fun shit. Uh, definitely. And when we're back at school, it's yeah. going to get a little more wild. Maybe we'll have yeah. a couple guests on here and there. People that definitely aren't as funny as me or Benny, but just like some cool people that we like. Uh, it's going to be a lot I'm of fun. Tolerate All right. To yeah.
0: All right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. Thank you for tuning in, uh, camp. It's a pleasure. Uh, can't wait to do the rest of this, uh, with you, buddy. Yeah, I'm excited. Let's go, baby.